When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you guys by the LibertyLine.com. Here to run you through the final OTA session of the spring. The Eagles are now going on an extended summer break. They'll be back in late July or training camp here to dive into everything that happened with OTAs and other notes and things like that. If you're new to the show, appreciate you guys for checking it out. Be sure to subscribe, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else. You get your podcast, be sure to rate five stars, leave those reviews. They all help with the growth of the show. So thank you guys for uh, taking care of that for us. I'm your host, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all socials at the Philly Pod. Do the same for my co-host, Stephen Conrad Jr. Be sure to go bother him on the uh, on the internet as well. Stephen, it's been a it's been a fun grind here doing these pods, and we're here to finally talk about the last of your favorite topics, the OTAs and these uh you know these <laughs> fringe roster guys and some of the standouts as far as spring is concerned. Um, it's it's about to be the dog days. We're about to go into the uh you know the dry stretch here of the summer, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. But how's it going over there? Are you staying safe from the uh? The ozone layer, the uh, the the air quality. You haven't died yet over there, have you? <laughs> I haven't died yet is the best way to put it. It's done everything but that. As somebody that's very sensitive to this type of stuff, it's not been great. My contact lenses are fogged up. My vision mm. is impaired. Uh, but my passion for the Philadelphia Eagles will not <laughs> never be <wavered>. affected. <laughs> will never, never wavered. wavered. <laughs> never wavered. Yeah, you have you had like you know in your past like nose issues. Does this like mess with that? Yeah. Or, or are you, are yeah, you... I think that's where I was just complaining like ten minutes ago that my head hurts. It's giving me a <laughs> fucking headache already. Well, can't monetize this. Sorry. Nope, can't monetize that. It is. What, yeah, I think that's a HIPAA violation talking about our health issues on <laughs> on the show. Can't disclose any any health. Uh, information but yes the eagles held their final ota practice yesterday the final session before an they moved it inside break. because of it they right? had to or move it inside was... yes they yeah. had to move it inside because it's not safe uh but the phillies although played outside in it so it is like they postponed the game the day before the yankees had a double header in that air so i guess it's you know <laughs> whoever i guess it's by by choice it literally by smelled like a campfire outside yeah it's it's bad especially it's up nuts. by new york i have friends in new york who've sent me pictures of it like right outside i'm like dude this is like the beginning of a of a of a movie it's uh it's it's nuts out there um so i guess the eagles with their final practice yesterday but before uh the final practice got underway nick sirianni addressed the media and was quick steven to point out a name the top standout so far this spring and it's a guy that mm. we have been uh, talking about a lot but not in the greatest uh you know not in the greatest light and it's quez Watkins. he said a lot of the guys are standing out to me i really have no problem singling one guy out that i think mm. has just done a phenomenal job this offseason and that is quez Watkins. i love his attitude and i've said this to him and i have no problem saying it here we have a ton of confidence in quez Watkins, but i kind of sense from him he's never said this but to some people uh wait he said he said i kind of sense from him he's never said this but some people think i stink wait that's how he's going to attack every day that's how he's attacked practices and i think he looks really good 
uh, he worded that in kind of a strange way. So essentially, he has a chip on his shoulder. I think is what Sirianni well, tried to say. It's not the first time he's worded things weird or oddly when it comes to Quez Watkins. How soon have we forgotten? I believe heading into Sirianni's first year as a head coach, he said Quez Watkins could be one of the best number two wide receivers in the number entire two? NFL. Is that you what remember he said that? before before we traded for AJ Brown? Before we got AJ right? Brown, he did say that. Now look. He did say he must like Quez, or maybe this is just damage control for somebody who has a fractured ego. Oh, you know ego. what this maybe is. Maybe it's not that. You know what this is? We're getting up that trade value. Hell yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, not. Know, man. Maybe not. Maybe not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Quez is going to make me eat my words just like a lot of, well, all of Eagles fans, because it does seem all of us have a sour t- taste in our mouths from his, uh, you know, shortcomings last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he does he have talent, though. There's Rockets. no denying it. And I do think there's certainly... Uh, I don't know him personally, but just based off of what we've seen here in his tenure here in Philadelphia, I do think there's he's closer to being like the rest of the guys on this team than he is to Jalen Reger, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think he's a complete oh, case. I'm not saying that. <laughs> not a high bar to clear. When you mentioned Jalen, Jalen Reger, well, Quest you know, has already had a better career three, than man. Him. He's already had a better career than him in his, in his few years. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Here. But uh, good to hear that he's he's shining in training camp. He had a fairly good uh, camp last season too, from what I remember. So uh, he's 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 a good player in the summer and fairly good, you know, on the field. We just hope he can put it all together for that bounce back season uh, in twenty twenty three. Uh, but it's good to see that he's you know playing with that proverbial chip on his shoulder, out to avenge his 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 poor season, his down year, I should say, from a season ago. It wasn't all his fault. I mean, AJ Brown got added to the offense. He had to adjust to some new roles. Even Jalen Hurts spoke on Quez Watkins. He said he's been doing a really good job at a number of different positions. He said he's been with him since before he got drafted, the scout team. I have all the Mm. trust in him. He's hungry. He's used everything as fuel, and I'm excited to see the show he puts on this year. And that, coming from a franchise quarterback, uh, is a a good sign as well. Again, like you mentioned, maybe damage control, but Quez isn't an awful player. Uh, I just had... Just had uh, some some. Well, he's some a very low like issues in critical be, moments. Incredible. Yeah, he's, it's not like he's a first round pick again, sixth, seventh round pick, whatever he is. Wide receiver three on this team. Can't mm-hmm. forget the other mouths that need fed on this offense, including the running backs, including right. Dallas Goddard. He has to be cross trained, um, slot outside. He has to do a whole bunch of things now. I wouldn't even say. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think he should be in the slot. Are you talking about Quez? Yeah, Quez. Quez I'm talking about. I don't know yeah. if I love that. I feel like he's an outside wide receiver. He clearly yeah. can't play in the slot. That that's where it's funny. That's where I feel like a lot of his um again, he's a low volume player. It's not like he was a total disappointment last year. It's just like when you get the ball as little as he does, it's just the type of player he is. When you when you can't come up with plays and even unfortunately a few of them led to turnovers, that just can't happen. Uh we're having this conversation right now. The spot the spotlight is always magnified when it's in the situations that had happened last year in the Super Bowl, like on that in that Washington game when they were trying to win and stay undefeated and, and the Dallas Yeah, I mean, all you had to do was just that we all wanted to fumble win. the ball. Like, it, was, it was a it. whole bunch of situations and moments that were like the most leal idea, like the least ideal situation possible. If these were like first downs in the first quarter, nobody would have been talking about them. Well, maybe, uh, hey, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he can play in the slot. Like, I guess the prototype for him would be in that scenario, like Nelson Aguilar. But the thing is, Nelson Aguilar was able to do it because. He wasn't the biggest guy, but he was strong. Like he played strong for his size. I feel like like he made some, he could make some tough catches in the middle of the field. Like a lot of slant routes. Like he was, you know, he was at his best the year we went right. on to win the Super Bowl. He was a, he was a vertical slot, is what you call it. The but potential to take the top, you know, the top off the defense. But hey, they're cross training him. 
he's still definitely you know the fastest player. I think the receiver, maybe aside from Devin Allen. Uh, but he was well, that's why he's here. That's why Quez exactly. is still here. To take the top off the defense. It sounds like your brothers are having a good time uh, next door. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Somebody's Damn, are they loud? Me. You can hear them? Uh, I was, that must be a serious uh, Fortnite or COD or whatever uh, it is. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, any of them. I have no idea what they're Oh, man. <laughs> um, there are some, uh, as far as uh, attendance. Oh, here it is. Players who were not in attendance uh, in practice yesterday. Darius Slay, Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, Josiah Scott, Nicholas Moreau, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, A.J. Brown, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and Devin Allen. All those guys who did not participate yesterday. Players who were present but didn't practice. Avante Maddox, who's still taking it easy after being banked up last year. Uh, Derek Barnett, Kaylee Ringo, and Jaden Hasselwood. Keep in mind that Ringo is, is still the only rookie who remains unsigned. So are we having contract disputes in our rookie year? Is that what's happening? I doubt it, but, but it's fun. It's, it's, what is, it's he, the next, is he the Furcon Korkmaz of the, uh, I'm I'm just of the Eagles? That, well, no, Furcon, Furcon requested a trade twice and got ignored both times. So that yeah, was, he's somehow still on the damn team. I don't get he won't it. Be, he won't be next year. He won't be next year. But just interesting to see that Ringo wasn't participating yesterday and is the one rookie that's left unsigned. So we'll see uh, what happens there over the uh, over the summer uh you mentioned how uh sirianni's comments about quez being a uh, a number two right before the aj brown trade happened nick sirianni also said last season that he was very happy with the mm. wide receiver room which was only Devontae smith quez Watkins, and a couple of others uh zach pascal was in the mix he said he was happy with that room sirianni this time around when asked about any potential interest in deandre hopkins he stated that I'm really pleased with the group that we have. Howie Roseman and myself are always looking for opportunities to make the team better, but I really love the room that we have. Obviously, different uh, situation than last year. You have AJ Devontae firmly entrenched as your top pass catchers, but they didn't rule out DeAndre Hopkins. They didn't say, no, we don't want him. They said, we're always going to uh, look to improve the team, and you never know what's going to happen, but I like who is here currently. Is there any chance? You think how he's going to do it <laughs> based on those comments? <laughs> I mean, the door is potentially creeped open for that to happen, mm-hmm. I suppose. It's cracked. It's cracked open ever so, ever so slightly. Again, we don't, we're not certain that DeAndre Hopkins would even have interest. He did say he wants to play with Hertz. I don't know if we had any interest in being the third wheel to AJ and Devontae, even the fourth wheel in some instances. It feels like a to big piece to fit in, man, when, yeah, puck, when especially everything worked last year. I think I think he's more interested in being still like a feature part of the offense because he's considering teams like Tennessee, and that doesn't show me that you really are interested in winning. It shows me that you still want to be a featured player in the offense, which is fine. Which is fine. Everybody has their own priorities, and uh, that is fine for uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, speaking of Jalen Hurts, uh, not the sharpest practice in the world yesterday, so uh, <laughs> got picked. There you go. I see. I see your face. He got picked off twice yesterday. Once by Christian Ellis. Who's having a great camp, by the way? We'll we'll talk about him in a second. An undrafted free agent corner, Mecky Garner, who made a diving grab uh, as well, and another undrafted corner, Mario Goodrich, broke up another pass. So it uh, was the contract of mistakes. <laughs> so, so we gave him the money too soon. Uh, he's his OTAs were better last year. It's over. We paid we paid him too soon. Hertz is on the decline already in camp. It's time Be to be careful. If I was a jerk. <laughs> I could go and post video podcast production and just clip that segment of what you just said do and make you look like that. a bad person, but I won't. Because, uh, 
Well, as you can see, as Vic moves out of the camera frame, he is clearly a I'm fan right here. of I'm Jalen right Hurts. I'm right here. No, 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 I'm just saying you can clearly see he's a fan of Jalen Hurts for your for the people who want to see the video on the Liberty oh, Line oh. YouTube channel. You can see the Jalen Hurts uh, wall art behind him. I'm a big fan of it. But all right, enough, man. It's Come on, man. It's voluntary OT or whatever it is, non-mandatory, mandatory, whatever the hell it is, OTAs. I don't even give a shit about it. I'm here just because it looks good for press. You know what I mean? If I wasn't here on this podcast, Vic would be all by himself, you know, these last couple of weeks, but I just do it to look good. I do it to look good for, you know, press and everything like that. Yeah. Well, doesn't mean I'm going to come here. Well, I do give my best every time I step yeah. foot into the studio, but it doesn't this mean this is what happens when you pay quarterbacks too early, man. I get comfortable. No, I'm all just right. I'm, yo, just yo, I'm, just, yo, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, uh, Marcus Mariota a... wasn't very good. For, nope, for the very. record, he hasn't been good for the, the record. Gardner Minshew is better. Uh, oh, yeah. whoa. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's pull back. He is a better football player. Does Marcus Mariota win that game against Dallas last year, do you think? Or That's the Saints game, for that matter. He probably wins the Saints game, you would think. Shit. <laughs> that yeah, game, hmm. a game that could have improved. I mean, the draft is hindsight now, but that could have improved your draft stock and made Hurts not play, and uh, it, all, it all worked out anyway. It didn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. yeah. It's interesting. Jesus. Man, that was that was Perhaps Mariota's a better fit. We we talked about this. Yeah, we talked, talked about this. We talked about it. But no, we're kidding. Obviously, Jalen Hurts had a really nice pass to Devontae Smith uh, about 40 yards downfield. Uh, Smitty beat Eli Ricks in coverage on a double move, so I'll take that for what it's worth. But Hurst hit him on a nice pass down the sideline for a touchdown, so he's still good. Obviously, he's paid, um, you know, just a couple bad mm. I don't even know what you call it, just a couple of you know, bad throws, I guess. Two defenders uh, Ellis is making a name for himself, and of course, Mickey Garner is also trying to make a name for himself, so uh, not much to read into on uh, on that front. Oh, Christian Ellis, I already mentioned, is the star of OTA so far. Without Nicholas Moreau in practice yesterday, Ellis was elevated up to the first team in seven-on-sevens next to N'Kobe Dean. Uh, Ellis was able to jump a route on the aforementioned uh, interception that I just talked about uh, on a pass intended for Jack Stahl and broke up another pass before that. So, Stephen, we were talking off-camera for a second, and we uh, also mentioned that um, Ellis also intercepted Marcus Mariota <laughs> last week. So his name is being uh, is being... Uh, you know, a frequent one in these in these practices, his athleticism and ability to stick in coverage is certainly flashing when given the opportunity. I think the most interesting thing to see here or to read into, rather, is that the Eagles aren't entirely tied to Nicholas Moreau, who we thought would be the starter next to Kobe Dean. Mm. He doesn't have any guaranteed money in his contract. And Christian Ellis is 6'3", 231 pounds, while Nicholas Moreau is six six foot flat. I was just going to say, I feel like size has been an issue. We talk about just like and pure if, talent from the linebacker exactly. position, but size has been something if you that's have, If you have Moreau and Dean back there, that's kind of a small group. If you can put a bigger guy like Christian Ellis in there, that does better for pass coverage. Um, so, But it's good to hear Ellis. Uh, I've talked about him a, num- a number of times to this point. Yeah, I think he shined in a few spots last season, and he's certainly shining in practices thus far. And I would not be shocked if he's pushing to start. At some point next season, if not if not week one, depending how the summer goes. I'm a fan. Obviously, uh, you know, don't recognize the name a whole lot. Still don't remember how exactly we got him, but uh, <laughs> he is a linebacker with size and athleticism, which I am a fan of. I am all for. And if they're going to try this, now is the time to do it. And he is playing very, he's performing very well in pass coverage, as you said, which is another, another, some more music to my ears and to Eagles fans' ears. I feel like that's something you know, that's been lacking. You don't have to put guys out of position to do that. Instead, you can use guys like him who are actually, you know, from, from what we've seen, good in pass coverage. And you can let the other guys do what they do best, pass rush, 
Get after the quarterback. You know what I mean? Put players in position to succeed. That's what you want your defensive coordinator to do. You want your defensive coordinator, obviously, have a philosophy of some sort, have a scheme, but the key is using your players to the best of their abilities and, more importantly, maximizing all of it, maximizing the entire unit, the entire defensive unit. So I am a fan. And OTAs, I can sit here and say that. We expect Sean Desai to actually put their players in the best position to succeed. A few players last season including C.J. Gardner-Johnson, were vocal about how he did not do that, mm. most specifically in the Super Bowl. So hopefully Sean decides. Mm. Biggest game of the that. year, not putting guys in position to succeed. Mm. <sighs> I believe Christian Ellis came from the Minnesota Vikings at some points. Ah. Uh, I think he was with the Vikings. It's I know funny how t- everything kind of connects. I feel like that's been the scheme we've been wanting to run on defense for years now, right? I feel like it's been it circles back to, uh, I guess that would have been Zimmer, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of connection there. Well, Jonathan, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon was there for a little bit uh, in Minnesota, so ah. that, that was that was a uh, that, that's where where the connections were at at that point. Ellis actually didn't play at all in 2020 due to COVID, but uh, he was originally from the Vikings, yes. So that's where exactly he came from. But yeah, all about uh, bigger linebackers. If he shines and he he's more impressive than Moreau in the summer, uh, a guy who's not making a ton of money uh, on a one year contract, then that would not be a shocker. The passing me. league, man. You know, like exactly. Exactly. It's all about and, stopping the pass, like whatever you can do. Get after and, the and quarterback. The Dean, and, have, and the Kobe Dean is already wearing the green dot, so it's not like they need Moreau to, like, you know, captain the defense. Moreau, uh, Nick, the Kobe Dean is calling the shots back there, so what role will Moreau have if, if Christian Ellis is starting at that point? So I prefer, he's, he's, I prefer he's a thinking. green dot over a red dot, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the issue? What is your, your problem? Uh, Devash, hey, shout, out to my co- shout out to my COD players out there. Green dot all the way. God. Devontae Smith put on a show yesterday. He had a double move to get open on that touchdown from Jalen Hurts. He beat Eli Ricks. Uh, he ran a crisp drag route that pulled Greedy Williams away from mm. a wheel route by Quez Watkins, was able to get Quez open by being a decoy That's still there. wild to hear, dude. Uh, what? That he's beating Greedy Williams double on the Eagles. Oh, Greedy Williams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're the ones doing it. Yeah, that's refreshing, too. We're the ones doing it. Remember, it wasn't long ago. We couldn't even get a corner to guard a double move. Yeah, uh, those were the... Uh, those were the uh, well, who's the guy that got beat? Uh, uh, Amari Cooper beat him bad. Who, who was what the hell is his right, name? Um, uh, there's a bunch of guys. Jaylen Michael Jaquette, Ronald Michael Darby, Jaquette, Michael Jaquette. Oh yeah, yeah. he got d- decimated by Amari oh, Cooper. Man. Oh man, Michael Jaquette. Yeah, whatever. Jaquette, his name, his name. God, it's it's horrible. Uh, he put he had uh Christian uh, Christian Ellis. I'm sorry, frozen on a zip route that he ran, and also mm. beat Ellis again on a drag route on the final play. Of seven on sevens. We just talked about how great Christian Ellis has been, but uh, Devontae Smith is no easy task in coverage. But it's good to see Devontae Smith still good, as impressive as he's ever looked. We expect that uh, to continue as far as next regular season. What are you doing over there? <laughs> is that a stretch? It was a mean stretch, yeah. I was really... Oh, my God. Um, and Devontae Smith had a 1,000-yard season last year. I think he's going to be even better this season now that AJ uh, and he are playing uh, together again next season, they'll be their second year together. So excited to uh, uh, to watch that as well. What do you make of Devontae Smith and his impressive spring thus far? Not shocking to anybody, I'm sure. <laughs> the maturation of Devontae Smith will be a very interesting thing Getting to huskier uh, watch too. this season. Yeah, huskier. huskier. Um, becoming a man's body over there. He is becoming a man. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he has a kid coming, right? Is that correct? Yes, that is right. Correct. Mm. Coming a father, he's putting on. He's putting on like adult weight. That sounds bad because like, uh, I don't as know. Two, he's a, he's a sk- professional athlete, man. I don't know if it's yeah. dad weight. 
I said but, adult weight, as in like muscle. He's putting on more muscle. I don't mean he's getting a dad bod. Well, Christ, perhaps I mean. he's put, right, right. Perhaps he's putting on that Michael Jordan. I just lost to the Detroit Pistons for the second time in the oh. playoffs. Has put on 15 pounds of muscle to beat him this oh. time. Perhaps Yo, if he does add a solid 10, 15 pounds, like I don't know how you guard the man. You won't be able yeah, to bring over. him down. He's already fluid. It's just that how much weight can you put on where you lose your fluidity? Uh, that's 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 going to be this. He's such a crisp out runner. You don't want to put on too much weight to to, yeah. to where it impacts that. But I mean, another 10 pounds isn't going to. Uh, isn't going to hurt anybody. Terrell Edmonds had his first splash play of camp, breaking up a downfield pass intended for Alameda Zacchaeus. And Edmonds and Reed Blankenship were once again the starting duo on the back end. So that appears to be your week one starters, if I had to guess, with Sidney mm. Brown as the rotational guy that they'll use, uh, you know, in certain, um, I'm sure I'll have him in the box and uh, have him blitz on certain plays and stuff like that. And also, even without Greedy Williams, or I'm sorry, without Darius Slay, and, uh, and James Bradbury, Zach McPherson was in the slot with Greedy Williams and Josh Job on the outside. So it seems like the slot is Zach McPherson's new position. He wasn't the backup outside in this practice. So Zach McPherson, we talked about it on the last OTA pod, how they're using him in the slot. And that appears to be his new position. So that is what you, uh, what you have there as far as the, uh, the defense is concerned. Without Jason now they Kelsey. Just need to find a, now they just need to find a slot wide receiver. Uh, what? We have what? <laughs> Who's, our slot? Who's the full time slot? Zacchaeus. He's he played sixty one percent of the snaps last year. He'll be there. He'll be there. Who do you I want mean, as the slot receiver? Jarvis Landry. I keep telling you, Jarvis. No, I do not want Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. There you go. You I want uh, into it. Jarvis Landry. You know I, want, no other option. I want that no guy on the option. Ravens. What's his name? Oh, you know who's you know who's available for trade? Uh, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's available. They haven't gotten any calls from him uh, for the Raiders. He's a good slot. He's a good slot. So Ravens. He returns punts or kicks for him. What's his name? Devin, Devin Duvernay. Devin Duvernay. Oh, yeah, I loved him in college. Me- <laughs> Texas boy. He went to Texas. How's right he up? doing in the NFL? I thought he he's been great. right. He's doing good. Mm. He's doing good. He was like the lone receiver over there for a while, and everybody's hurt. <laughs> now he has. Yeah, no out. excuses for Lamar this season. I have some Ravens hot takes. I might have said excuses. It on the last yo, you need to stop with the Lamar hate. Like you, you, I'm these not last hating. few pods, it's a fact. you've been Let's vocal. See. You said Jalen Hurts is far and away better than Lamar Jackson. He like, is. That's such, he's not far. We're gonna find away out better. this season too. They now are, that they, there's they no more excuses. Really. Lamar's got paid and he's got help now. Let's find out. Yeah. And with that said, I think the Ravens could absolutely be the sleeper team in the AFC. With all that said, I'm just saying. They're not a sleeper when you have Lamar Jackson. You're expected to be uh, Yeah, it's but everybody's sleeper. got the Chiefs. You can you never count out Joe Burrow and the Bengals, the Bills, as much as you know Josh Allen comes up short. The and the Jets are like the new hot team, man. They're the new hot uh, can we can we can we can we speak on that and Josh Allen being the cover of Madden? Now I don't know if you believe in the Madden curse and all that stuff, but Jalen Hurts got shafted. Why does why does Josh Allen? Get and it's for the better. I'd rather win a Super Bowl before Jalen gets. Yeah, that's that. fine. That's fine. But what has Josh Allen like? What what made him be on the cover? He didn't have a great year last year. I don't seems recall. like he's been cursed before the Madden curse. Has there been be a personality? Honest. Does Josh Allen have a personality? Does he? I don't like, know. Say I mean, it, what does they he say when he talks? Is well, he funny? If, like, oh, I don't know. If you look at the, he's Josh Allen. If you look at the cover though, they have the fans in it, so they're clearly tapping into Bill's mafia a little bit. Oh my god! Well, I Taylor saw hurts. somebody zoomed in, and apparently they like edited his face mask, like part of it out, so you could see a smile. <laughs> like part is of the face mask bark that usually goes across is like cut in half, like is it photoshopped creepy? out. What, Weird. What about, That's just uh, stupid. What about Jalen Hurts in this new Tiana Taylor uh, low um, movie, short movie? He's Did just you see a, that? dude. He's like the Jordans, dude. That thing he's, is. I know. Dude, I don't know what. Well, I could he's say a like, lot of things. Dude, he might be the just like modern Iverson now of the city at this point. Like, just like such a cool dude, huh? I can't remember the last like person that's been this likable 
in the city. Like Carson was like cool and all, but like there there was a, obviously a divide. It was it was well every it was going well in 2017. There was an obvious like divide on Carson Wentz later on. Uh, the the was, way like, he won the city over after like being such a big question mark initially by this or you know by the, the or, well by the city I should say and the fans by the fans. And Carson and Carson Wentz wasn't like uh like it's not like everybody looked at him and be like yo that's cool like he was just nerdy goofy like damn that's yeah. our quarterback like Jalen Hurts is just this guy you want to everybody wants to gravitate to um and so good on him for having that opportunity with Tiana Taylor yeah, very cool wild. very cool short movie um I would advise everybody to uh, uh to go check that out um Jason Kelsey was out so Cam Jurgens was playing center while Tyler Steen played right guard um so they obviously still view Cam Jurgens as that center prospect. Um, they'll use him whenever they're able to, and Steen was right guard on uh, on that. So that's about all the notes we had for it. was about a 55-minute session yesterday, so not a whole lot to take away from. DeAndre Swift ran with the second team a little bit. He's still getting acclimated with the uh, with the offense. Um, the Eagles, like I said, on summer break until late July. Steven, you want to know Nick Sirianni's message to the team before they mm, all left? I thought I saw something, but let the fans hear it. Come back in the best shape of your life, number one. And stay out of the news. Number two, probably mm. more specifically to gambling, because everybody's catching. You need catching me to come suspension. back in the best shape of my life for when. Yes. Well, I'll we, see you. We, I'll see you on Sunday to talk about something. But we'll <laughs> um, but um, but um, yeah, probably in, refer- in reference to gambling. Some Colts players are still being investigated. Some Lions mm. players just lost their jobs. So I think Nick Sirianni is saying, "Don't you dare gamble on anything." Well, also, <laughs> don't do, don't get involved with some of the shit like you see with some of these NBA players. Fucking yeah, John- shit. I, I Zion, apologize bro. for my language. It just came out. John Moran, Zion Williams. And what's going on man it's 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 bad first of all zion's like i don't i don't know i'd like the girl those two were both supposed to be shit. like the best young players in the league and now they just can't even like help themselves both yeah of them. it's it is it is it is insane but i like like i don't know if you've seen the timeline of like the chick that zion, oh it's like, was messing with oh my it god is she awful. is she is we're witnessing like a meltdown like in real time it is it is wild to say. I saw somebody when Sirianni said that somebody was like, "He's probably talking to Jalen Carter." I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> they're not talking to Jalen." Oh Carter. come on, man! Stay out the news, my ass. It's a message oh to the God. team, man. Yeah, just uh, I, I literally, I think it's like, don't gamble on anything. We don't want to lose anybody for however that many too. games. Yeah, I mean, it's all of it for you gambling can see on how, the goddamn how much could Blue go Jays wrong or some shit. Like, don't you know, gamble on the. That's the thing with life, man, and especially when you when you're a, a public figure, a professional athlete. Like, sometimes it's not about the things you do; it's about the mm-hmm. things you don't do. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Like Nobody wants to catch you betting on the fucking Padres or some shit because you're bored. Like, go. Yeah, it's 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 wild. It's wild. I think the I think the policies though just don't do it on team facilities. I think you can gamble at home. It is what it is. Mm. Just don't do it. Well, in I general, stay, we don't. I, we're, it's it's fuzzy. Even. It's a gray area. How about AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts? Don't do anything because we want to oh, see boy. you guys. Yes. Want to see you guys play uh, next season. Um, last tidbit of news before we wrap this up. Did you hear what Vic Vangio had to say? Um, they asked him uh, during during the uh, the Dolphin session. They asked him um, if Jonathan Gannon, like if all that tampering stuff didn't happen, would you be the defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles right now? Vic Fangio says it's certainly a possibility. I can't confirm nor deny that. So it sounds all likely that if Jonathan Gannon, you know, played nice and didn't do his whole interview before the Super Bowl and had one eye looking elsewhere, whatever was going on, then Vic Fangio would be the defensive coordinator here. It's obviously early. We don't know what Sean Desai's defense, defense is going to look like. I'm intrigued to see what it is. It sounds like it's going to be aggressive and, uh, you know, make people feel you and all that stuff. Um, but would you have been happy to see Vic Fangio here? We saw a lot of elements in that uh, with, with Gannon here. I assume Desai is going to implement some elements. Um, are you disappointed to hear that Vic Fangio could have potentially been here, or are you happy with the way it shook out? 
Or do you uh, not I'm care because you don't care who the coordinator is? No, that's not true at all. You know I care. I, I'm intrigued to see. I, I, I really like the Sean Desai hire. I really did. Um, I like the youth that we have. I just like the direction. It just feels like, like oh, I really don't want to take this era for granted. But like it just feels like everything is just happening the way it should be in a positive way for this organization. You know what I mean? Just everything mm-hmm. at this point. Like, I like the fact that it's a new blood too. We we were talking about how uh, how, yeah. how good the NFL is in comparison to the NBA as far as having mm. new blood and coaching circles. The NBA that is true. As we saw with this uh, coaching cycle, that it's musical chairs. Well, one team gets fired, they go to another team. The Monty Williams, the Budenholzers, the Nick Nurses. Uh, all those guys who just go around and hop team to team. You don't really see a whole lot of new blood. Uh, I like the way the NFL uh, promotes, gets younger guys in here, get a quicker look, and if they sink or swim, it's on them. But I do like the fact that they're given opportunities and very excited to see uh, what Sean Desai has in store for this uh, for this defense. Um, any final notes in regards to that? Got some OTAs, got some Vic Fangio, uh, Jalen Hurts and his practice. I was just kidding, guys. Don't like, don't cancel me like about the Hurts stuff. <laughs> it's just funny to see the people panicking when, um, you know, reporters are tweeting out about interceptions and they're like, oh, oh, they paid him too early. Once no, again, that's just, it's just the theme with this team. In the past, like if that was a Wentz tweet, I'd have been like, oh, oh my but God. I just yeah. don't. It doesn't phase me, man. It does not phase that, me. That would have been – these would be read into a whole lot more if Hurts didn't have the year that he did last year. Like, because remember yeah. after, after the Bucks game, after as bad as he looked in that game, and every single, like, training camp play was, like, under a microscope. Like, oh, that his accuracy is looking shaky here, and people are coming to conclusions on that. And it's just funny how now after last year, after he's proven it on the biggest stage – um, that we're mm-hmm. not too concerned with training camp. He could throw five picks in a practice, and we would sit here and be like, yeah, but we know he's going to ball out. That's what I mean. I um, feel like he just is also one of those guys that's going to play better when the stakes are higher. Yeah, he is a gamer. He is a gamer. That was that was what it is, too. He, is, he, 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 likes, he likes the competitiveness, so that is good. Speaking of that, Nolan Smith, uh, very active on special teams drills. He was on a punt blocking or a punt return drill, and, you know, some players don't take those as serious. Nolan Smith played that snap like it was his last. So He damn, talked about good. it on the Chris Long podcast. Or, Jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah he did podcast. say that. Yeah, he, he wants to hit people. He don't care if it's special teams, kickoffs, punts. He don't care what it is. He just wants to He just wants to knock somebody to the ground. So excited to see what he'll be, um, too. Going to be a long time before the, the Eagles are back on the field in any capacity. Late July is training camp, but Steve and I will be back to talk about rumors, news, anything else we hear and keep the pod feed rolling. Appreciate you guys for sticking with us, listening to the show. Subscribe, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Follow me on all socials at Victor Williams, or at the Philly Pod, sorry. Name Victor Williams. Add to the Philly Pod on all socials. Steven, where can the people find you at to bother you? Uh, Think about it now. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Liberty Line YouTube channel. We're putting the uh, video pods up on there. But also, you'll find, my, you'll find my uh, short form stuff on there so yeah. uh, if you want to see the video pod putting in a lot of work which speaking of you may have to upload because i have to get out of here in a couple of minutes to, to uh get to, to work. put in a lot of work you throw an overlay on it and upload it it's not that much work and uh yeah, yeah we'll talk about it <laughs> no need to reveal our secrets guys if you would like to hear more oh, of the uh, philly pod inside secrets we have some news coming your way about that yeah uh, subscribe to the patreon if that ever happens. oh we do have a patreon oh i didn't know <laughs> no no we, no we don't we're working on it we'll catch you guys probably monday to talk about whatever else is going on enjoy your weekend guys take it easy peace out from the philly pod
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.